0: Welcome to the very first visual podcast of Mocha Latte After Dark. I am your host, JJ Fitzgerald, and typically I do an audio podcast which can be heard on iTunes and you can click on the link below to check those out, but I wanted to try something different, you know, switch it up a little bit. Today's topic is going to be the perils of online dating. I have been online dating and I'm really embarrassed to say this and quite ashamed to say this for nine years I began the whole online dating thing back in 2007 when I was going through a divorce and let me just say I had been off the market for 16 years pretty much so it was all new terrain to me all new territory now yes back in the day you know when I was dating There were personal ads in the back of the paper, there was no social media, there was no internet, so things were a lot different and I have experienced some bumps and bruises along the way, but I wanted to share one particular story today and I'm also going to give some pointers Um, for those of you who are kind of new to the game or some of you who actually have been in it but didn't know about certain things that you can do to confirm someone's identity or verify a phone number or whatever. So I'm going to give some pointers, but, um, let me just say this whole online thing has been quite the journey. It's been, it's been crazy, you know? And I think that the internet basically online dating sites in particular are a platform for crazy people. And not to say that there are not good people on there, because there are, but you really have to filter and weed through some real (laughs) psychos to get to those people, the decent people. But this story that I'm going to share is, it's unbelievable. You know, and when I tell it, I feel like people look at me like, this chick is lying, like she's totally making it up. But I'm not, I'm not making it up at all. So anyway, this was 2010 I had two and a half years into the whole online dating game so I was a little more savvy with it you know a little bit more investigative you know I knew the things to look for the signs to look for and so I was on a particular site and I don't want to say the name of the site because I don't want to give them a bad rap in any way but um, I clicked on this guy and he lived in Louisiana and Well, this is what his profile stated. He lived in Louisiana. He was a lawyer. He had two children. He was divorced and he was seeking a long-term, you know, serious relationship. So then I clicked out of him and then he clicked on me and then he sent me a message. And so he basically told me the same thing. He's a lawyer. He has two kids. He's divorced. told me that his wife had cheated on him. And they had been together since they were 15 years old and sounded reasonable. So as time went on and we exchanged our names and everything, I, including surname, I decided to research him like I do. So I'm like, okay, if he's a lawyer, I should be able to pull up some of his cases or whatever. And I should be able to confirm that he's a lawyer through the Bar Member Directory of Louisiana. So when I was punching in his name, you know, on Google and on the bar member directory, I wasn't finding anything. And so I, um, basically asked him, you know, Hey, what's up? Like, I can't find anything on you, you know? And he's like, why are you researching me? And I'm like, well, I always research people because, you know, I'm a single woman. So I just told him I said it's a safety thing you know I just I have to be cautious and I've had people you know try to pull some tricks on me so and I feel like you shouldn't be offended that I researched you and that's one thing I will say right now this is one pointer to you guys if someone becomes offended when you tell them that you're researching them that should be a red flag and that should be a clue that they're trying to hide something because why do you care if you're being researched, if you have nothing to hide? So I told him just straight up, I was like, listen, you know, I'm like super sleuth on this internet. So if there's anything that you need to tell me, you need to, it would behoove you to tell me right now because I am going to ultimately find out. And he's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, what are you in the witness protection program? So after that conversation, he sent me a text saying, um, you were right. You know and i'm sorry i'm to kind of laugh at this because it's really ridiculous but he's like you're right you know after hurricane katrina i put away a lot of notorious gang leaders and i had to have all of my information wiped off the internet and i'm thinking to myself like does this guy really think that i'm that gullible like really i might be a little gullible but not that gullible so i started laughing and I just said you know I just played along with it I was like because now at this point now like my curiosity has been piqued and I'm like okay now I really need to research this guy to see what it is that he is hiding because it must be something major so I just played along with him like oh my goodness like wow that's so scary and you know yeah 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 and he you know would call me um, quite frequently and um, so There was this one day that I'm like okay I haven't heard from him like all day you know that's kind of weird it was like it was a Sunday so I started googling his email address and you know how when you google something as you're googling it it starts to yield results well it started to yield results and it gave me a different name it gave me what was his first name middle name and last name so basically what he did was he gave me his middle name and his last name to try to hide his identity but now i had access to his first name so i googled his first name and his last name and wow wow it took me to a link and uh it was the link of a mega church in Louisiana. And uh, yeah, this guy wasn't a lawyer, okay? He wasn't a lawyer. He wasn't divorced. Hence why now I you know, when I think about it, like everything like started to come, like started to make sense. When he would call me, especially at night, he would be, "Hey, what's going on? How you doing?" Talking really, really low, whispering, and I should have known from that. Oh, this dude is—he's married. So I read the the bio, and he didn't have two kids, like it stated in his profile. He had five kids with this woman. It's like, oh my gosh, this is this, <laughs> this is crazy. This is not at all would I anticipate it you know a pastor of a mega church like really and I'm not saying that pastors are perfect we all know that they aren't but my gosh I'm like of all the people that I encounter I I encounter a pastor of a mega church who's trying to pass himself off as an attorney and trying to hook up with me inviting me out to Louisiana I called my best friend. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. Like, I was in such utter shock, you know, and she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that dude I was talking to, he's a freaking pastor. He's not a lawyer. So I texted him and I was like, hey, you know, I haven't heard from you, you know, and the reason being he was preaching all day. So I told him, I said, I want to cam because basically what I wanted to do was cam with him and get his reaction on cam when I laid out everything that I had found out finally he you know texted me back oh you want to cam okay we can cam later so i'm assuming when we would cam he was either camming me from like a little bachelor pad that nobody knew about or from like an office somewhere i don't know but a couple hours later you know he texted me okay i'm ready to cam so we got on yahoo messenger shout out to yahoo messenger (laughs) i don't know if anybody uses that anymore but that was my thing and so we got on there and you know, he's just like, I can't wait to see you and I'm falling in love with you and all this stuff. And for some reason the cam was playing up. So I typed, you know, can I ask you something? And he was like, sure. So I was like, you know, do you have a wife? Are you a pastor? Do you have five children? And there was like this pause, you know, for a minute. And then he's like, I'm ordained to be a pastor, but I'm an attorney. So he's still lying. So then he says that the wife brought three children into the marriage, but only two of them. He had only two biological children. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, dude, you told me you met your wife when you were 15 years old, that you'd been with her since you were 15. So you're telling me that she came into your relationship at 15 with three children already? I guess he being the liar that he is and a terrible one at that forgot that he had given me all this information. Um, and so he says, I can't believe you dug up all this, this trash on me or something like that. And, and I'm like, trash, your five kids, your wife, and the fact that you're a pastor, you consider that trash. I was like, wow, you know, so I just said to him, I was like, or typed to him, I said, don't contact me anymore. I see you're very fortunate that you did this with me. And I said, you really need to take yourself off that website. I said, you have pictures on there. People from your congregation can see you. Like, what are you doing? You know? And so I was like, I got to go. And so I clicked off. So then he texted me, can we have one more conversation, please? Just one, one phone call. So I agreed to it. Cause I just, I couldn't believe this. And I just wanted to hear what other crap he was going to spew. So um, he called me and he's crying on the phone. I, now it was probably fake crying, but he's like, she cheated on me and, you know, with my friend and, and all this stuff. And I said, you know what? Like, okay, that's all what, what it is. But if that's indeed what it is, but you can't this is your way of paying, paying her back by going on a dating site and pretending like you're an attorney when you're actually a pastor. I'm like, you do realize like you're the man you're a man of the cloth. like you're gonna be judged more harshly than you know anyone else would. I said and not only that you're counseling people and he's like, well, I just wanted to re- meet regular people. I'm so sick of hearing, hallelujah and praise the Lord all the time. What? <laughs> I was just like, um, it sounds like you're spiraling out of control. Now I'm counseling a pastor, okay? I said, it sounds like you're spiraling out of control and you need to maybe take a leave of absence because you should not be shepherding anybody at this point with your life the way that it is. You know, you need to figure out what you're doing with your wife, whether it be working it out, divorcing her, whatever, but you should not be... Including any third parties, like girls, you know, that you're trying to date on the side, like that's not going to help your situation. It's just going to make matters worse. So I said, first and foremost, take yourself off that site. Like, take yourself off that site. And he's like, I don't know how to do it. And da, da da da. I said, well, I can help you. So I actually helped him take himself off the site. And then he just started like calling me and like texting me like every single day basically i became his therapist and i was in the midst of you know moving and so i didn't really have time for the antics you know what i mean like so when i moved here he actually um sent me money and i don't know if that was like hush money or what but he sent me money he was still calling me frequently and texting me. And I was like, dude, like I can't be on the phone with you like I was in California, like I'm working, like I am in a brand new place. Like I'm trying to get acclimated here. I don't have time to be your counselor. And he would leave me like crazy text messages, voicemail messages and stuff like that. And so I ultimately changed my phone number because it was it was just getting too too crazy. And then several months later, I saw him back on the site, (laughs) still telling the same lies, you know, same occupation as a lawyer, two kids, divorce, the same stuff. And I just said, you know what, I can't help this guy. And that is my story. So yeah, (laughs) insane. Some pointers I want to give you guys. Um if you're online dating, if someone gives you a phone number, like for me, for example, I am a big proponent of Google voice. Okay. Google voice is my best friend because, and I've said this in the podcast, my um, audio podcast, Google voice is great because you can block people really easily. You know, you can put your phone on do not disturb. And I know there were some phones that You can do that with as well if you give somebody your regular phone number. But I just, I am not comfortable with giving out my cell phone number to anybody anymore only because of some of the things that have happened during the course of my online dating journey. So I always give out my Google Voice. And then when I deem the person sane or, you know, worthy of giving them my cell phone number, then I give it to them. But I always do Google Voice. So that's the first thing. If you don't have a Google Voice number, create one. Now, there are two phone number verification sites that I love. One is called Phone Validator, phonevalidator.com. And basically, you put that number, put whatever number they give you in there, and it'll tell you, like, if it's a Google Voice number or some other kind of VOIP number, um, or it'll tell you if it's AT&T or, um, you know, Sprint or whatever. So I love that website. And I find that men are more prone to give you their real cell phone number. I think more women will use like a Google voice or something like that. So typically if a guy gives me his number, I always go there first to find out what's up because I'm like, okay, if it's one of those Google voice or VOIP numbers, and I'm a little bit more suspicious, And it doesn't mean that they're not legitimate, but it does make me a little bit more suspicious because guys typically, and I'm not trying to be offensive, don't take the extra time to like exercise caution or whatever. That's why you hear so many stories from guys saying that they flew 5,000 miles to meet a woman only to find out that she wasn't the person in the picture and she was like a thousand pounds or the picture was 30 years old and she's not she doesn't look the same and she came out on a walker with a walker so you know guys are a little bit they're just a little bit more trusting a lot of times and then the other website that i go to is spy and spy dialer if you know i guess the information is in their records or whatever they'll give you the person's name a lot of times now you can opt out of these or out of spy dialer you can't opt out you can take your number out of there and I took my google voice number out of there because I didn't realize that when people put my Google voice number in there, they can get my full name and I just didn't appreciate that. So I opted out of that. So you can put, you know, opt your number out if you want. So yeah, those are two sites that are, are really, really um, important in my, my online dating journey (laughs) as I like to call it, to put it kindly and nicely. Oh, you can also, If someone gives you their phone number, you can also, you know, if you have a Facebook, you can put it in there. Or if they give you your email, give you their email, you can put their email in there to kind of look at their Facebook as well and see what's going on. Now, there are a lot of fake profiles that will, like you can usually know um, if someone gives you their phone number or their email and you go to the Facebook, you know, you kind of know if it's fake, because they'll have like the same exact pictures on there from the dating site, which is usually one picture. They'll have like nine friends. They will have, you know, created the Facebook page, like maybe a few days before they messaged you or the day that they messaged you. So those are things to look out for as well. And, you know, as you basically continue online dating, these are all things that will kind of like register with you and You'll, you'll become a professional. And I hope that you don't become a professional. I hope you're not not on that long like I have been almost a decade. I should have a celebration next year. but um <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. I, I hope that these little pointers helped if you have any questions or want to share a story or whatever please feel free to email me at mocha latte after dark at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for listening, <laughs> watching, and um, do be careful out there.